Day 12 Americans hostage behind enemy lines. And as we predicted, it has gotten dramatically worse in just the last 24 hours. Let me just say something up front here. This is not the, the America that we are capable of. The America that I know exists. This is not the America that has the best intelligence gathering capabilities in the entire world. It's a fact. This is the same America that has the best, the the greatest military on the face of the earth. That, too, is a fact. You know, this is not the America where it is based on love thy neighbor as thyself and never leave an American behind. Because that's exactly now what is going to unfold and all of it was preventable, as we have been telling you. It started when I saw this last night. I said, uh-oh, because we have un- we don't know how many Americans are caught behind enemy lines. In, in, in private meetings, the State Department, Tony Blinken's State Department is saying 4,100. Uh, publicly saying 1,500, maybe even less. So they're speaking out of both sides of their mouth. They've been, not been telling us the truth. We had uh, Congressman, what Congressman we had on yesterday, was it McCall or, um, uh, oh, Mike Waltz was on. Mike Waltz confirmed for us everything I'd been told. And that is, our intelligence community did their job here. Our defense intelligence did their job here. The, the, The CIA pulled out weeks and weeks ago. We've confirmed that now from numerous sources because they saw what was happening, but they didn't just pull their people. They said to get everybody out. The warnings were coming as early as April and even March that the Taliban is on the march. And we keep showing this time elapsed map on Hannity where, okay, where were they in March and April, mid-April, late April, early May, mid-May, mid uh, late May, early June, mid-June, late June, early July, you get the point. And last night when I read, uh uh-oh, U.S. citizens were now being told to stop going to the airport, their only path out, because Joe Biden, sure, he probably, we have full control of the airport. Apparently you do not. But the Taliban had full control of the perimeter to the airport, and it even now reports of them confiscating American passports and turning people away. And in other words, they are completely stranded. Where are you going to go to get your new passport? Not that it would even matter at that point. And so the warning came in Kabul airport. They were told around 3.30 a.m. local time that three gates to leave the areas immediately. The State Department tweeting out. Now, there's been a number of tweets that they've sent out saying, don't go to the airport, go to the airport. Go to the airport, but we can't guarantee your safety to the airport. We can't guarantee you'll get in at the airport. And then I haven't heard any problems, Joe Biden said, and he answered one of the five questions that he's taken during the entire crisis. That's it. So we now have unknown thousands of Americans actively looking to escape from behind enemy lines, the perimeter controlled by the Taliban, the numerous checkpoints. Now the State Department you know, races out there with, I don't know, maybe they posted it on Twitter and Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook for the latest updates on how to get into the airport. And and meanwhile, other countries are sending in their special forces behind enemy lines, 
rescuing them, putting them on helicopters and getting them the hell out of Kabul and getting them to Hamad Karzai uh, International Airport so they can get their citizens out. So we have untold numbers of Americans caught behind enemy lines and Biden lets the Taliban dictate all the terms of our evacuation. You know, uh, they, they had one or two or three missions that pulled less than 20 people out of Kabul after they were embarrassed on the world stage by the French, the Brits, the Dutch, and Americans are still stranded. We got 24 students and parents from a California school district. We can't find them. We can't find them. The reports emerged less than 24 hours after Biden said the Taliban needed to let people leave. Uh, Those not already at the airport have now have little chance to escape as the Taliban has already stopped all Afghan citizens from reaching it. So now the question is, what is Biden going to do? Because based on today's terror attack, now the latest reports are we lost over a dozen of our brave men and women service members at this with this, you know, explosion at the airport that were killed in this terrorist attack at the airport. Estimates now of about 50 people dead. That number expected to rise, according to Fox's own Jennifer Griffin, who's done some amazing reporting for Fox. And she reported now that all the gates at the airport were immediately closed. The time is ticking down. The deadline is Tuesday, but it's really before Tuesday, according to Senators Cotton and and Graham and Rubio and others that I've been in touch with and other congressmen that I've been in touch with, like Michael Waltz. And now the evacuations are over. By the way, Donald Trump will be on Hannity tonight. Tomorrow night, the vice president of Afghanistan, who did not flee the country, is working with the resistance in northern Afghanistan, will actually be a guest on on my TV show. But as of right now, at this hour, the evacuations are not taking place. And that was why Joe Biden's not been asked, why do you trust the Taliban? Why did you leave behind, Joe, $83 billion in military equipment? I mean, the best military equipment in the world. As I look at the now that we're getting the specifics of what was left behind when we had every indication the Taliban was on a quick march straight to Kabul all throughout March and April and May and June and July. And they did nothing. And they they left behind They could have planned logistically the removal of all of this weaponry, $83 billion worth that you paid for. But now we're talking about 75,000 armored vehicles, 208 Black Hawk helicopters and other aircraft. We got now Taliban flying Black Hawk helicopters, $200 million worth of our drones, 600,000 Uh, military-grade guns and other weapons. And don't forget the thousands of night vision goggles, uniforms, bulletproof vests, other protective gear. And to top it off, the Taliban also has access to all of the data of every member of every Afghan citizen that helped us the last 20 years. And on top of it, we've got the biometrics uh, database left behind as well, which means they will start saying to people in Afghanistan, look into this computer, and if they come up with a match, you're dead. You will die. That is your death warrant because we're certainly not getting them out because no Afghan ally of ours is making it to the airport at this time. So this this terrorist attack now likely, at least for the time being, in the short time that we have left now leaves Americans again behind enemy lines held hostage based on the whims of the Taliban, the terrorist group.
a great piece in the New York Post. I don't have a lot of time to, to talk about it by a former Army Ranger. Uh, Jarico Denman is his name. And he served in Afghanistan as a volunteer with a group. He was working with other vets to get former Afghan colleagues and families out of the country. Describe the desperation at the airport. What's it like to get someone past the gates at Hamid Karzai International Airport? Okay, he said, um, and people seem to think it's like signing in your girlfriend when you live in the barracks. Not quite. It's not that simple. It's more like trying to pick up someone who doesn't speak your language out of a crowd an effing death metal concert at Madison Square Garden, and it's at triple capacity, and only one door is open, and the place is on fire. I'm not a religious person, but the words that come to mind is biblical. It's Hurricane Katrina, and on steroids, pretty much, he says. Then he goes on to say, having been deployed, I mean, you, you, we have a whole bunch of stories like this of Americans you know, spending their own money, devoting their own time, energy, resources to helping people. Franklin Graham's group has been getting people out from Samaritan's Purse. God bless him. U.S. is still searching for Americans as now the window is closed. All of this, Joe Biden has blood on his hands. He is responsible. Apparently, our intelligence agencies were screaming at them. That's why Adam Schiff came out the other day. Because they all know that eventually you, the American people, will see what they were being told and when they were being told and how they were being warned. And it does not connect with what they've been telling you because they've been lying to us the whole time. Because of Biden, our, our fellow citizens will be at the mercy of terrorists. God help them all. Because certainly we're not in a position to control anything here. And there's, well, Hannity, what about our military? There's not a good option. I'm not saying not to do it. I'm just saying it ain't a great option. And it's almost a guaranteed death sentence for many. No American has been even rescued outside of Kabul, we learned today. The White House, we're told, is in total chaos. Finger pointing, blame everywhere. Journalists from U.S. government-run Voice of America, they're still trapped behind enemy lines. White House is still out there defending. They're negotiating with the, ter- the Taliban and trusting the Taliban. And the pa- Taliban has ensured safe passage of Americans. Totally disconnected from the reports that are on the ground of people being beaten, their passports being stolen, uh, being turned away and sent back. The Taliban has controlled this from day one. And they've slow walked it, knowing this chaos would ultimately end up this way. So now we got somewhere around 50 people dead, over a dozen service members killed in this terrorist attack. Apparently ISIS, they believe, is responsible for it, or ISIS-K is in the vicinity and apparently remains in the vicinity. And the terror attacks on Kabul airport may put an end, as as Jennifer Griffin was reporting all day, that it may put an end to any further evacuations based on the deadline that Biden had agreed to. Oh, Tony Blinken said yesterday, well, we'll continue even after the 31st. We'll be using our diplomatic channels and our economic sanctions and, and so on and so forth. Oh, you mean you're going to pay a ransom for the remaining Americans? And you, you think that's the way to resolve the problem and justify leaving Americans behind enemy lines? Because there's no excuse for that. We're the United States of America, and I'm sorry, that's just an unacceptable answer. You know, we impeached Donald Trump, didn't we, uh, over a phone call. Biden's incompetence is getting Americans killed, 
and left behind enemy lines, and we let him go hide in the basement, and he was protected by the media. But that's a different issue. Now, there are calls for military action against the Taliban, that, but that, as I've been pointing out, they have a lot of leverage right now. We don't know how much because we don't know how many of our fellow Americans are behind enemy lines. General Jack Keane, uh, a Fox News senior analyst, said uh, uh, today, or yesterday rather, that Biden's withdrawal has consigned stranded Americans to be potential hostages. He's saying what I've been thinking in... Well, basically saying without saying it, because I don't want to, I really didn't want to say it. That's the leverage they have. And how horrific this will be if we can sign possibly hundreds, if not thousands of Americans to be hostages behind enemy lines uh, inside of Afghanistan. And certainly uh, our Afghan allies will be put to death with all the information courtesy of Joe Biden. All the tools, all the weaponry of war, thanks to Joe Biden. The Pentagon has confirmed that no Americans, by the way, this just breaking, have been evacuated from outside of Kabul or since this terror attack. We have dozens of children that are stranded, including preschoolers remaining stranded in Afghanistan. Uh, We have families, including 16 parents, two dozen children, some of whom witnessed the shootings and other violence in and around the airport in recent days. The children range from preschoolers to high school students. None are doing well, obviously. We'll have more on the other side as we continue our coverage. Sad day for this country.